Yeah, look, um, we had a break-in over the weekend there, the 20th to the 22nd of May at the Geraldton Senior High School. Um, the offenders in this case have approached the gymnasium section of the school. They've jimmied open the door there, and inside the gymnasium was about 25 bicycles. Wow. They've all been stolen. Wow. Which is really, really disappointing. Um I'm glad to report, you know, since um, the investigation started, we've recovered about seven of them so far. Um, the school have done the right thing. They're all on bike link. They've all been registered. Oh, good. We know the CEDO numbers. Um, some of them have been significantly changed since they were originally really? stolen, you know. Um, yeah, you'll find that people in this case often spray paint them and try mm. and scrub out the the serial number, so to speak, but uh, we've worked really hard. There's still a lot outstanding. Um, I'm appealing this morning to the listeners to they see anyone on bikes that look a bit suspicious. Again, call us in and report it so we can go out and have a look at them. We want to get as many back as possible. The school do use these bikes on a regular basis, you mm. know, to get on the foreshore and teach bike safety and all this kind of stuff that, you know, you get at school. Um, I have seen them around the place myself. It's really, really, really disappointing at all. 25 have gone mm -hmm. um, but don't be surprised folks if um, you're stopped and propped by a police officer mm -hmm. uh, in the coming weeks just to just to ascertain where you got your bike from um, and you know nine times out of ten it'll, it'll be legit but yep. on those occasions where we think the bike may be stolen mm -hmm. it could be seized and we'll, and we'll We'll continue our inquiries to to get as many back as possible, uh, and you know it's another timely reminder, uh, Todd, to um, the listeners out there. You know, I see people on bikes in general every single day. Uh, make sure you've registered your serial number with BikeLink mm -hmm. because um, it's often very difficult for us to ascertain if they're stolen or not. Yeah, look, uh, and again, a lot of the time there's, there's there's efforts made by the offenders to spray paint them and change the appearance of them. But if they're registered, there's no denying the serial number. Mm -hmm. So jump on Bike Link if you can, register your bike there with a the serial number. I've done it with my bike. Um, touch with it never goes missing. Mm -hmm. um, but just make sure uh, you're doing the right thing to protect your, your property and again, making it as tough a crooks as possible. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I'm sure as well, because you want to clear out all the bikes you've already got in storage. I tell you what, I was talking to... Um, Oh, John Cranley from the from mm. the police station. He's my property officer there. He has got about fifty years police experience. He's now working in there. Uh, John deals with all the all the the odd things that come through the police station, but mm. we have got a lot of bikes down there right now. We've got a ton of bicycles. So if anyone thinks they've they've missed a bike or, or it's been stolen in the last kind of three four weeks, come down and have a look at what we've got because mm. a lot of it will end up at an auction at one point. Or we we do try and pass them back to the community with some, um, you know, recycling grants and so yeah. on to, to recondition them back to proper use, but they belong to someone out there. Mm. Um, the, you know, the really expensive ones tend to, tend to be claimed by the owners, but a bike's a bike, you yeah. know, um, there's loads of them down there, down the side of the shed. So um, if you think you've lost a bicycle, um, go down to the police station, ask to speak to John, the property officer, he'll take you through. Mm -hmm. And um, if you you know, if, if you can identify it being yours, then by all means come and grab it because um, it's taking up a lot of space. Mm -hmm. And you'll know, be wanting to get them back to people who own them. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, keep keep that in mind, folks. And a reminder as well to secure them properly as well. Yeah. Uh, like, tell, make sure you tell your kids just don't dump it in the front <laughs> or um, wherever you're going. Make sure it's somewhere where you can secure it properly. Because uh, last thing, I mean, it's happened to me back when I was a kid. You walk outside and it's gone. I thought mine, <laughs> it's, it's horrible. Do you know, I actually thought mine was gone the other day because the, the garage door in the house was, was playing up a little bit and the, uh, the wife left the garage door open overnight. 
and I thought the bike was gone mm. and I was about to absolutely raise hell but <laughs> she brought it inside it was inside the house so um so like, what I, were you gonna say Chris well, I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna say excuse me but that you know you should have closed the garage door you know gotta make it tough on crooks um but thankfully that wasn't the case but um you know I, I know that sinking feeling when you think oh mm. you know where has it gone uh, how could I have gone missing? Have I registered it? And all, so all this, you know, we we don't want people to lose their bikes in particular no. because, you know, we've got we've got a fantastic um, four show to cycle around in. Mm. Um, so yeah, just do those things, folks. Head on Bike Link. Make sure you you lock it away properly. I mean, it's funny you mentioned that, uh, Todd, because um, here we are Thursday morning. But I'm looking through my book here. We had two bikes stolen on Monday out with the school from verandas. You know, front verandas. Uh, yeah. You know, we've had a couple stolen from. One was chained up. Unfortunately, the oh. chain wasn't fixed properly, oh. and the lock was busted, and that was stolen as well. So, they're, they're hot bits of property in Geraldton. Bicycles are desirable items, mm. and we find a lot of them just ditched in places anyway that obviously don't belong to. Yeah. To the person who had them, so. Um, yeah, just just it really is. They really are bits of hot property. So make sure you're, you're looking after them as best you can. Bring them in, lock them away, put them in the carport, put them somewhere you can see them, um, because they, they'll go walkies if you don't. Yeah. All right. Chatting to Senior Sergeant Chris Martin. Now let's talk uh, safe and found WA. What exactly is this? Yeah. Well, look, we've talked about this before. I think sometime at the end of last year. Um, safe WA, safe and found. Sorry, WA is an initiative introduced by the WA Police and the Australian Medical Alert Foundation. It's all about um, those members of the community, Todd, that have dementia, autism or some other cognitive impairment who could be at risk of becoming lost or reported lost, missing, um, and then subsequently the police um, are go out to try and find them. Mm. Um, look, I've done a bit of research this morning. I've had a look. I reckon there's probably around 13,000 members of... Um, in Geraldton, people who live in Geraldton, 13,000 people who are 60 years or over, mm-hmm. you know, and we see autism, dementia, and cognitive impairment in kind of elderly people. It's not it's not completely um, refined to them, but mm. the, the large majority are people 60 years, 55 to 60 years over. Um, if you jump on Safe and Found WA, you can register all their kind of usual personal history characteristics. Mm. Um, recent photographs, areas that they frequent, um, all into the database that should they go missing, mm. you know, we can access that information straight away and we can start looking in those frequented areas um, where people may be. We do, every year in Geraldton, we have what we call land searches, land SARS. Mm. Um, and they're all over the place, you know, they're not just in Geraldton, they're, they're generally in, in kind of smaller country towns. Um, I've had a few myself and they're, they're pretty big um, operations, you know. Are very very resource demanding um so if you jump on there um you can register all that early information we'll require mm. it's, it's instantly accessible there was a really good result in willage recently it was on the media um earlier this week uh, about a safe and found person there who was found pretty quickly and the family were you know over the moon that, that you know they had the elderly member of the family return to them safe and well um, because with the weather conditions now I mean, you only have to look at the weather this week. I mean, mm. imagine if someone was to go missing this week. You know, the yeah. weather, the wind, the, the rain, the conditions are often... Um, people do fall foul to the conditions, generally speaking. Um, but you can also jump on um, that Safe and Found website. You can get an identification bracelet. So if we are looking for someone and we find them, you know, there's a, there's an instant mm-hmm. identification system there. Um, you know, it, 
it's funny when we talk about dementia six out of ten people with dementia tend to go wandering mm-hmm. um there's a lot of studies involved in it it can all be found on the safe website you know the, the the big thing for us is just planning as much as we can the pre-planning yeah um so if you have a family member who has dementia uh, in particular, and you're worried about them, say they live alone, or you check in mm. them after work, before work, etc. If they were to go wandering, um, that critical information, you know, those first couple of hours are so important for any search. Mm. So if, if there's anyone out there who has family members and uh, you know with those conditions, jump on Safe and Found WA and update as much information as you can. Makes their job easier, mm. and, and I'm sure it will lead to you know a successful search. Should we have to do one in the future? Yeah. All right. So that is safe and sound. WA. Uh, if it's relevant to you, or perhaps someone you know, please do let them know because as uh, senior son Chris Martin has said, it's uh, accessible straight away. So as soon as they know that person is missing, they can access all that information and hopefully uh, find them much sooner rather than later. Uh, yeah, sorry, www.safeandfound.org.au. That's safeandfound.org.au. All right, great. Uh, once again, chatting to Senior Sergeant Chris Martin. Now, to finish things up, you want to talk seagulls. Yeah, look, I heard on the show uh, last Friday, you know, I do regularly listen oh, to the okay. show, although I don't listen you, to Chris. this part of the show because <laughs> um, I don't like to listen to myself talking. Um, but look, I listen to the show regularly. On Friday, I think there was some study or some conspiracy theorist over in America who suggested that perhaps seagulls aliens sent down from outer space. Is that yeah, correct? like something like drones. Like aliens wouldn't come themselves. They'd send like a drone of some sort. So they thought, oh, people were thinking, well, this scientist thought, well, maybe seagulls are these like alien drones sent here to uh, to oh. spy on us to collect information. I don't know about seagulls, Todd. I'll be okay. honest. I've got my own thoughts on this. This is here's, mm-hmm. here's the world currently. All right, this is senior Sergeant Chris Martin, Martin, everyone. If there's aliens on this planet, it's got to be cats because they are the yeah. strangest. You watch a cat. It just does whatever it wants, when it wants. Mm. Like, I've got two cats at home. Yeah. I watched one the other day for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> mm. Run up the wall. <laughs> right? They're obviously on a frequency we have we have no idea of. Mm. They look in strange directions. They, they put their eyes back. They put their ears back. Mm. They're obviously hearing something we're not. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's on the ceiling. Yeah. What is going on there, Todd? I don't know. Well, that it, is true. That is true alien behaviour. Last week I was in in bed, barely awake, and for whatever reason, my cat decided to stick her head in my mouth. We'll yeah. try to anyway. What, and they, you know, they took over Egypt. You know. Well, yeah, what's it go. trying to do? Is it trying to kill you? Here we go, listeners. Exclusive from me. Mm-hmm. Is Todd's cat trying to kill him? Yeah, there you go. Tell it's you. an odd way to do it. Trying <laughs> to choke me with her own well, head. But. Hey, listen. Aliens do what they want. As we oh, know that. So listen, listeners out there, mm. let's keep this going. You say seagulls, I'm saying they're definitely... Now, I've probably alienated a few listeners, by the way. I've probably lost <laughs> a bit of support now. I do love my cats and I do mm. love my dog, but just, folks, when you've got a quiet moment, have a look at your cats. Mm. Very strange behaviour. All right. Is it seagulls? Is it cats? Is it another animal? Who knows? Let us know. One, definitely two, three, not five, dogs. three. Definitely not, not dogs? dogs. No. Really? Just, just too loving. Too loving of dogs. I well, that's it. Uh, false sense of security be, hey, there. Hey, they be, suck you right in. Be careful. Let your guard folks. down. Be careful out there. <laughs> you watch, especially them stray cats. You listen to the noises they make at night. <laughs> My cat fights another cat two doors down, right? In Wandina. Yeah. Some of the noises, I'll tell you what, only mm. aliens can understand that transmission. I'll leave uh, it there, Todd.